You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have another great show planned for you. I guarantee it. Why do you ask? Because Kayla Sibley, who is the CFO for Serve Pro of Irvine, is our guest. Kayla, welcome to the show. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> so let's get right into it. You've been with Serve Pro for six years. I'm wondering, what have you learned about the industry that you're in and the business since you joined the firm? Yeah. So I've learned a lot about this industry. Um, as you know, I've kind of grown up in it since I was eight years old. So, but I think the major thing that I've learned is that with any face of disaster is to always remain calm um, and also get a professional out there as soon as possible. And another thing for especially water damages specifically is maintenance. Um, the major cause of losses that we see is fridge supply lines or supply lines to your toilet. And another thing is that when people go out for the holidays, they will leave their water on and then they'll come home after a two week vacation and their house is flooded because <laughs> they didn't turn off their water. Um, so I would say a major thing that I learned in this industry is to always be calm in the face of a disaster and to always keep your maintenance for your house or your business to prevent a disaster from happening. So, so you teased us a little bit by saying you've been working in it since you were a young person, eight years oh. old, I think you said. So, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Serve Pro Irvine. It's a family business. And could you give us a little more context for the, the business that you're a part of? Yeah, of course. So yes, um, so Surfro Industries in a whole is a franchise system, but the Sibley family, which Kayla Sibley, that's who I'm a part of, uh, has been running the Surfro Urban franchise since 1991. So it's a little bit over 30 years now. And we specialize in fire and water damage services, mold remediation, biohazard cleanup, trauma cleanup. Um, but we're also considered a full service restoration business because we're also general contractors. So we can put back your home or your business in any face of disaster like it never even happened. <laughs> That's the tagline, right? Like it never even happened. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's talk about who is in the company from a family perspective. I imagine your parents are yes. involved. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, my parents are great. Uh, they have taught me so much and I just feel like I have so much years of experience, even though I'm young um, because they have, kind of built me up since I was younger, like from coming in and doing receipts and mail, which I hated. I wanted to get on the phones. I wanted to get out on the job, but my mom was like, you're a little young still. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah. so um, my dad is the CEO, so he's great. His knowledge and just the industry in itself is amazing. He amazes me all the time with what he knows and how he can um, talk to the customers and let them know what's going on. And he gives them a full rundown. And then my mother, she is an accounting wizard. She, I'm just so blessed that they're able to teach me everything that I know. And then I have a younger sister that's also here and she helps out with the bookkeeping. And she's definitely the greatest help as well. That is how we're able to continue doing what we're doing. <laughs> Were your mom and dad in a different business before they bought the franchise in Irvine of Surfro? 
No, they have always been running Sir Pro Irvine. Uh, my mom started out working for the trainership for Sir Pro Irvine, not for Sir Pro Irvine, but for Sir Pro and specifically. Um, there was a trainership. It got dissolved, I believe, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back in the day, like in the 80s, that's where she kind of started. And then she just saw the, the growth in this industry. So she really wanted to buy a franchise. And then that's how we were able to get the Irvine franchise. <laughs> and you've had it since 1991? Yes. The Sibley family has been running it for 31 years now. Yes. So this is an interesting business because it's really an on-demand business, right? People aren't coming, aren't calling you till something's happened that they need to make go away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and so, from a from a business planning perspective, how how does the Sibley family make sure you're ready to pounce on the need when someone calls you with a problem or an insurance company contacts you? Yeah, exactly. So we are 24-7 business. So we're available every single day, seven days a week, because we understand that when disaster strikes your home or business, it's not always at the convenient time. Um, So we have an on-call schedule with our great employees. So someone is always available. We have our trucks ready 24-7 with equipment, with the right materials. So that way, the minute we get the call, we're dispatched and out there for you guys within the hour. Um, We have our project managers on call too. So they're the ones that do the estimating. They talk with the customer, let them know the whole process of what's going to be going on um, and everything like that. So that's how we're able to really get everything together and make sure to help um, people out when they're in need. So do the calls come from the homeowner business owner or do they come from the insurance company that's standing behind the individuals or companies? It's actually a little bit of both. I would say Um, we get a lot of calls from homeowners and they'll say, Hey, we put an insurance claim in and they, um, recommended you guys oh. like okay so because we are uh, we do have preferred uh, programs with the top insurance companies like state farm and farmers and mercury and even AAA and everything so we already have an agreed um, upon pricing with them uh, we use exactimate for all of our jobs actually even if it's an insurance claim or a self-pay so it's not prices that we are creating it's a third-party pricing so that way it also saves money that if you don't have insurance at least you know you're working with a professional that's not going to overcharge you because we don't make our own pricing at all. <laughs> so, so I've heard a couple times in what you've said, this concept of water damage, does that mean that's a major part of what ServPro Irvine does? Yes. So a major part of what we do is water damage restoration, also fire damage as well. Um, the major cause of losses I've seen for fire is microwave. Uh, there's actually a really funny story. Well, not too funny because they <laughs> fire, but <laughs> it, was due to a, it was due to their dog jumping up on the stove and then it turned it on. And then that was the end of that. Um, but I just, I'm, it's just even the littlest things that you don't think that could happen would create a disaster like that. So, um, and then also sometimes when the water damage is not taken care of right away, um, within three to five days, mold growth can start happening. Um, wow. So that's why we also do mold remediation as well, just in case you run into that. They know that they're working um, with the correct people to go ahead and get all that taken care of. Hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the recent past. Um, I know that COVID has had impacts on a variety of different industries. I'm curious in your industry, what has your firm observed as the kind of major impacts of your business on your business of COVID? Yeah, exactly. So I've so COVID has definitely affected us in a way that I think has affected everybody, and that's definitely the shortage of materials. Um, a big thing that we were experiencing during the COVID is that yes, people needed our services, but they weren't so comfortable with someone coming in and they didn't have a mask on. 
Um, but the biggest issue that we were having is that masks were very hard to get a hold of during that time. So I was making calls left and right, being like, do you have masks? Do you have masks? And if I was able to find them, I would buy all of them. So that way we were still able to help people in need um, when they needed our services um, and making sure that all my crews had masks on, gloves on, booties on. So that way the customer feels comfortable and then we're able to go ahead and, and help cure their home and everything from the disaster that they went through. Also, what, what about from a material perspective, since you're the CFO, what about availability of material and pricing? Yeah, so for the reconstruction side, because uh, we're also general contractors too, um, plywood, the price of that just skyrocketed. Just every single material that you can think of just went up. And then even after COVID, the uh, repercussions of that is gas prices, as you see now, are absolutely astronomical. Uh, just... I remember our big trucks, uh, it would take maybe $80 to fill up the whole tank. And now it's over like $140, $150. So that's a huge jump in price. And then also just plywood in general. Plywood has gone down a little bit since after COVID. But I remember during COVID, it, they were selling them originally for $50. And then it went up to $100. Hmm. So that was a great increase in price and everything like that. And um, it kind of affected us a little bit because we don't, make our own pricing. We use the Xactimate, which is a third-party pricing, and um, they don't always update it to reflect what's going on and currently. So we kind of had to take a hit on that, but that's okay because <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> right. And I would think, what about from a workforce perspective? Did COVID, COVID have any impact on your ability to bring your crews in or anything like that beyond needing PPE, et cetera? No, I would say that we have a really great team. Uh, we don't really experience a lot of high turnover at all. Uh, so, I mean, the core team that we have has sticked with us um, for over 10 years now. Um, so luckily for our franchise specifically, I didn't have any issues with hiring anybody um, because I always hire word of mouth um, mm -hmm. like that. So I, if I needed an extra person, I would go to our core team and be like, hey, do you know anybody um, that wants to go ahead and work? And, you know, these are the what they would do and everything. And then I would interview them. If I like them, then we would hire them on. <laughs> So it's, it's, I don't know your industry that well, although um, I think I have a good sense for the work, having had some issues in the homes that I've lived in over the years. So on one hand, you're probably seen as a relief because you're coming in and you're remediating and fixing a mm -hmm. problem. But on the other side, I know dealing with customers in a B2C model can at, time be, at times be challenging because uh -huh. people have ex expectations. So I'm just wondering from, from that model where you're getting people who are probably pretty nervous or excited or want to get it fixed because they want to get back to normal. What's the customer service element of doing the kind of work that you do in your industry? Um, so we're very hands-on with our customers. And I think a major thing is, is communication having them up to date on exactly what's going on in their home because their home is their baby. I mean, the mortgage in, in general, <laughs> that's a lot of money. So when you're paying a lot of money towards something, you really care if something happens to it. So communication is the number one thing that we prioritize here at our franchise and also prep work. Um, and that is when we come in, we immediately ran, um, do ran board, we put up plastic, and we try to preserve and protect as much as we can. Because um, we know that it can be daunting and it can be stressful when you're seeing drywall ripped out of your home mm -hmm. and everything like that. But we're also able to, they can deal with us throughout the whole process because we're also general contractors. So they don't have to bring in 
10 other different companies to fix their home. They can deal with just us and they know us from the beginning. So we already have that great um, relationship and also just communication and, and prep. I feel like prep has definitely um, made us different from everybody because we really prioritize preserving and protecting all contents, the home and everything, because we understand that it's their baby and they want to make sure that it's taken care of. And that's what we're there to do. That sounds really good, Kayla, because I've had a couple unfortunate projects over the years that involved cutting drywall. Mm -hmm. And that is Very such <laughs> an insidious dust. It gets everywhere unless you're hyper vigilant about sealing the area in which the work is being done. Exactly. That's why because we don't want dust to come everywhere because then you're spreading the damage even further than just that one area that it actually occurred in. So I would say that we definitely prioritize that and communication, just having the customer be up to date on exactly what's going on in their home. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that because communication is key. And almost sometimes you can't over communicate because people don't always hear, mm -hmm. especially in a an emotional situation. They may not get everything you're saying. So even though sometimes you probably feel like you're repeating yourself, it's probably important to tell them several times and maybe even in several different ways what to oh, expect. Because yeah, yeah. it, we use terminology that they not they don't always hear all the time. So we definitely have to make it more simple and, and everything like that. And I will repeat it as much as I can uh, for them because we're there for them um, and everything. It's a very stressful situation to go through. So I, I'm excited. To I was excited to have you on the show for a bunch of reasons. One of them is that you're in a family business. And so, Kayla, let's go. Let's go inside the family business. From your perspective, what's it like to work inside a tight knit family business? I would say that it's great because the number one thing is the commitment. Everyone's committed towards the same goal. And we what our goal is, is to always be there for our customers and provide excellent service and communication for them. And since we're a family, we know what that's like. And we're definitely just that that's what we need to do. So the commitment, I think, is the greatest part of being a part of the family business. And also just having to be able to work with my family all the time. I get to see them all the time. And just the communication wise, it's just great. And I just feel so blessed I'm able to be a part of a company where I'm able to work with my parents and my sister and everything like that and, and grow within ourselves as a person, individuals, and then as a business in itself. Okay, so that's a nice that's a nice answer, and I and I accept that. But I'm going to ask you a follow up question in a minute. But before we get there on that point, I guess I'm I, I wonder, you started coming in and doing odd jobs at eight years old. At what point did you say in your mind, hey, this might be a career for Kayla? So I've actually been telling my parents since I could talk that I was going to be running. <laughs> Um, I have two older sisters and I kept telling them, I was like, nope, it's going to be me. It's going to be me. And my parents were just like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, I, I showed them, I was like, nope, it's, I've been telling them I've known since I was aware of this business that this was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Why? Cause I love it. I, I love the industry. I love the, the fast pace. I love being there for the, the customers. There's, there's just so much to it that I just learned so much about. And I just feel like, I mean, we had a water loss in our office actually two weeks ago <laughs> and our bathroom was a toilet overflow and I knew exactly what to do. I was not freaked out at all. We had our equipment. I had my guys already in the warehouse. I was like, Hey, we got to extract this. We got to disinfect this, cut this cause it's cat three water. So, um, and cat three water means it's like grossly contaminated. Okay. Um, grossly contaminated water comes from your toilet. So anything that that touches you want, not in your home anymore at all 
because um, it has a lot of bacteria and then if you leave it it can make mold uh grow mold into all wow. that cellulose material so i don't know i just i've known since i've learned it that i was going to be here <laughs> so so i see you as a young person doing what young people do i don't know maybe playground maybe after that you know a little older how did your friends react to you being so certain about your career and future um, I never really talked about it that much when I was in school and everything because um, I was a part of cheer when I was in high school. So and I didn't um, I would work on the weekends here, but I never really like talked about it with my friends. We were always talking about like boys or, you know, like stuff like that. We never really talked about like our careers or like work or anything. Um, but I know that when I went to college, I knew exactly what I was going to do. And, and they know about the family business that we've been running. So they kind of expected that I would kind of go into that. Um, industry and, and into this business in itself. So they weren't too shocked, but um, they kind of just expect it because they just know that. But your your children don't always feel the same way, but you certainly do and love the business that they've built. Oh, so yeah. no, I, I love my parents. They're the greatest. Like if you meet them, they're just so knowledgeable about everything and they have so much experience within themselves and and they're just always so happy to share. And I just feel so fortunate that I'm able to have that as my, my backup. <laughs> So you're now the CFO for Serve Pro Irvine, but you aren't always the CFO. Tell me a little bit about how you learned the business. Um, so my parents truly believe that you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So they had me out on jobs. I was there cutting the drywall, making the prep work, putting in the equipment, uh, disinfecting everything, talking with the customers, having them know what the process is. Um, so that was really fun. <laughs> um, and then I then moved up into um, receptionist role. So I was answering the phones, learning our paperwork and everything like that. And then once I felt comfortable in there, then I started managing our crews, letting them know what's going on. And then um, since now I have a degree in accounting, I know so much more about accounting now, so I can finally give my mother a break. So then I kind of took over the role of CFO and I do the financial reports. I make sure we're on, on a budget basis. I make sure we're in compliance with our insurances and everything like that. So, wow. so you, really, you really have experienced all the aspects. of Yes, I, I've experienced every single aspect in this business. And um, I think it's purely because of my parents' mindset that they think you, you really got to know how to do the job in order to manage the job in the first place and do everything about that. So. So let's talk about where you get, you know, it's great that you're working in the business so intently, but mm -hmm. I also know it's important to spend time working on your business mm -hmm. to get perspective and kind of think clearer about the future. Where do you go as a young entrepreneur to gain insight and experiences from other peers that help you stay ahead and grow your firm? So I have the mindset of that if you want to get ahead of your competitor, you got to look at your competitor right in the face. You got to see what they're doing, how they're doing it, and see if you can make it better to see if there's anything. I mean, I learned that in my business classes too, is that the best thing you can do is look at what your competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that is being a part of network groups. So I'm a part of a great number of groups and that is surrounded by a bunch of entrepreneurs that have their own businesses. They have their own experiences that they are more than happy to talk about and expand on if you need any help. Um, I'm also part of some Facebook groups um, specifically for our industry. It's called Restoration Rebels. So it's basically a Facebook group where a bunch of people in our industry from other surf pros to just smaller companies um, and out of state, they'll talk about a job that they're doing and how they could have done it better and to also like warn us like, hey, don't do this, do this instead, like everything like that. So that's like specifically to our industry that I follow. And then on top of that, TikTok. 
Um, I know TikTok is kind of like for the younger generation kind of thing. And I know it was known for dancing, but they have a lot of good creators there that are specifically for business-based or entrepreneurship. So I definitely feel like if you can shift through it and find really good content and it's for free, you don't have to pay for it or anything and you can learn a lot. So I, I just go to a bunch of different places and um, avenues to kind of grow our firm and make it better. That's great. So let's talk about the future. Um, where do your parents and where do you see SurfPro Irvine going in the future? Um, well, my greatest vision for this firm, SurfPro Irvine, is to get into section housing, especially for disabled people, because I have a disabled brother myself. His name is Dustin. He is the happiest guy that you will see. And I truly believe that's because of the environment. Um, come home into a beautiful place i feel like for me personally it's your mind and sometimes when you see these section housing um they're filled with like cheap material and everything and sometimes it's not even handicapped approved like they don't really have rails and in order to get to the house you have stairs and i would make all that a ramp um specifically to that person that's in that home and i want to make it a non-profit and put it under justin's name for a foundation and then have surpro orvine do all the work for it so that's definitely like my biggest goal and I'm definitely going to achieve it. <laughs> so I just, I can't wait for that to start happening. <laughs> I'm actually convinced you are going to achieve that. So that's um, very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. If Kayla, if someone would like to learn more about you or maybe connect with you on LinkedIn or learn more about the firm serve pro Irvine, where do you direct them to go online? Yeah, so they can search me up on LinkedIn uh, with my name, Kayla Sibley. So that's K-A-Y-L-A-S-I-B-L-E-Y. Or they can go ahead and check out our SurfPro Irvine website, which is surfproirvineca.com. Or they can check out our Instagram and Facebook, which I personally love. I stalk our page all the time. And it's just at SurfPro Irvine. You can see all our beautiful photos, see our crews and everything like that, and, and see how great we do. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed having you as a guest on our show and i appreciate the time that you've given to our audience thank you kayla yeah, of course thank you so much for having me here i really do appreciate it and i love talking with you so thank you guys so much for having me you're welcome i'd like to thank the audience that's been a part of the live stream and then picked us up as a podcast you've been listening to orange county's longest running business talk show kayla's episode was episode number 1360 in our catalog if you're an orange county entrepreneur and you would like to tell your story then connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick Franzi or visit my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.